and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with the social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. Thank you for coming back and exploring us, exploring our moms. This is episode two of Getting to Know Our Moms. Matt and I are sitting down and using the Life Story cards, 150 prompts for life review, and it's an interview kit by Tails. And I just wanted to let you know where we're getting these questions from. I am hoping that not only will this maybe prompt some questions for your own loved ones and get to know them before it's too late, but we might learn something from our elders as well. So please join us. Thanks so much for coming along on the journey. Where did your parents meet? Where did they meet? Yeah. (laughs) My dad was in the Navy and so was my mom's ex-husband. And he met, that's how they met. And uh, my mom had Chuck, my brother. And I think he was one or two. Anyway, from what my dad says, her ex-husband wasn't very nice. And so they got a divorce and dad married her. And where were they? Uh My parents? Yeah. Dad's from Economy, Indiana. Mom's from Kansas City, Missouri. And since I didn't start recording before we asked you, have you been there before? (laughs) Barely. We passed through your movie. Okay. (laughs) Apologies. Uh Your turn, Mom. Um, Where they're they're from, how they met. Dad was from Renton, and Mom was from West Seattle. And I have been to both, (laughs) and uh, apparently they met at a young Catholic uh, person's club. I I think the story went that they were sitting on a bench or a swing, and my dad sat on my mom's hand, or vice versa. I've lost track now. (laughs) So that happened to be there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Before he sat down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't handsy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, who knows? <laughs> and you said uh, young Catholic, right? Not gun Catholic. <laughs> yeah, young. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what were your parents like? Well, my dad was hilarious, talented, and funny kind of shy or quiet I guess and maybe was had a like dyslexia or some sort of learning disability because he didn't finish college I mean he didn't finish high school and I think he just probably had a tough time I don't know he never went into it but there's hints of that in me you know, so I'm just guessing. And what was the question? <laughs> What's your mom like? Oh, my mom. My mom was pretty smart and uh, very frugal. She was my dad's straight man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Specifically, they're frugal because they they were at, they were at a young age when they went through the uh, depression. 
Definitely. And my dad often said that they would not have had anything if it weren't for my mom pinching pennies and stuff. So she was the reason that they had what they had. Was your dad in the war? He, he signed up or got drafted. I'm not sure which, but he, he got rheumatic fever or had had rheumatic fever. I think he got rheumatic fever. So he was discharged. Okay. But yeah, they, uh, they met and then how long after they met, were they getting married? You know, I not clear on that, but they were 21, 20 or 21 when they got married. So I'm guessing a couple of years. I don't know exactly when they met, but they were young. Okay. What were they? Yeah, we'll come back to you in a second. What, what were they like as parents to you? Strict. Hmm. Providers. Not very touchy feely at all. Hmm. We'd kiss them on the cheek when we went to bed. Nobody ever said, I love you. <laughs> That's kind of sad. That's Irish Catholic. Yeah. What's that? Irish Catholic. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, um, the only, the first time I told my dad I loved him was when, right before they died, he died. He, wow. uh, they had been on a trip to, their big thing was to go to Reno. They loved that. And so, he was 66 and Diane had helped him arrange a bus trip to Reno and they had just gotten back and we're going to head back to squim. So he called me just to let me know that they were back. And I said, Hey, do you have a couple minutes? And he said, yeah. And I said, well then tell me about your trip. So he told me a little bit about it. And at the end I said, I love you. And he said, I love you. And that was that. Five days later or so, he passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Did you just have a sixth sense about that? How'd you know? No, I didn't know anything. Wow. I just, I was saying I love you to everybody by that time. So <laughs> I think it just came out. I don't recall if I said it to my mom. <laughs> Maybe oh, wow. later. But it wasn't natural at our house you know to show affection they did they were extremely affectionate to each other and goofing around all the time and poking fun and you know but not to us hmm. <laughs> yeah I don't know it just maybe wasn't something that they grew up with I don't know it's like they didn't know how to say it hmm. how about you mom how uh what were your parents like as individuals and as parents? Well, I was too young to remember this, but my mom used to say that all the kids in the neighborhood came over and asked if dad could come out and play. <laughs> I, I love can't that. imagine. <laughs> uh, and mom, well, she was a housewife, you know, but we were a very loving family. I mean, we were very huggy. I don't remember yeah. grandma being a housewife. <laughs> she was a freaking white tornado. I used to love to have her come over. She'd go through my house and clean it. I know, but I remember her working at the bank. Are you saying that she had 
run a hotel or whatever. Yeah. That's not a housewife. Well, now was little, I mean, oh, okay. when we were little. Uh, as we got older, dad was still in the Navy then. Then he went into the Border Patrol. But like I said, we moved all the time. Mom always seemed to have a job, uh, except for when we were little. We had, there was four of us. And we're the reason dad got out of the Navy. Um, he was going to retire from the Navy, but then mom, with four little kids, was losing her damn mind. Was losing her mind. <laughs> And she had a little bit of a, a a breakdown. And so dad had to get out of the Navy and come home. Couldn't be gone for six, seven months at a time on the ship because he was on a ship. And uh, so that he got out of the Navy. And then life went on from there. Um, but my parents were always affectionate. Um, with you all, with the kids. With Yeah, with us. I mean, he was very strict. Don't get me wrong. They were both very strict. That's why I'm surprised you saying that kids asked him to play because I don't remember the story <laughs> from you. I love that story. What was the story about if you if you took some food on your plate, you're going to finish every bit of food. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> He was very strict in a lot of ways. Military. Military, yeah. And But when it came to the kids in the neighborhood, I mean, we all played with him outside. We wrestled him and tackled him and, you know. But when it came to when you're behind closed doors, yeah, I mean, we could still play. But when it came to dinner or manners, he was really big on manners. Uh, you don't reach across the table. Or you get slapped in the face with a fork or, you know, you, you had manners. Well, tell the slamming door story. <laughs> and you didn't slam doors. Uh, my brother went out. Of course, it happened to all of us, I think, at one time or another. Uh, he got mad at my dad. He got in trouble for something, and he slammed the door. And my father made him go over and open and shut the door several times, apologizing to the door because the door didn't do anything to him. Uh, <laughs> I love it. And he also built pig troughs to put on the table. You didn't eat with your mouth open. You were going to eat like a pig. Sound like a pig, you're gonna eat like a pig, and he would dump your food in the trough and make you eat it with no utensils. He's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Whoa, <laughs> but you didn't eat with your mouth open. He said, Please and thank you. May I leave the table? You know, so it was very polite. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how he raised me. Oh, that, that just brought. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Sorry, that brought something to mind. Uh, my dad did not like us to talk at the table. We were supposed to just sit down, eat, and be done. <laughs> what happened I think we talk? said, well, I don't know, because we didn't. I, <laughs> I, just, I mean, you, you didn't talk about your day or any of that. You just, my mom said it made him nervous or something i don't know we're just supposed to sit down eat and then be be done hmm. i mean you could say please pass the whatever but you were not to visit just get it over with <laughs> but he uh, sorry he, to jump in there that's okay <laughs> he eased up on that later because there's always that story about him asking to pass potatoes and telling everybody yes. to pass whatever yeah, I think that's when we were little and we were just, you know, I think he just wanted to, 
get us done instead of it taking all night to eat. <laughs> right, right. What was the joke? Oh, the. You want to say it? He was. He was. Oh. Uh, oh. He, when, when we were grown-ups and the kids were young, probably you know, how old were you when he died? You're still in junior high, I think. But we would be at my brother's for Thanksgiving or something, and he'd say, "Oh, I'm so." full if i eat another bite i'm gonna explode pass the potatoes and get out of the way <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one <laughs> that's what he was like older <laughs> i don't think this is part of the questions but since we're asking um you were still in the switch era <laughs> yeah so i mean in, in the discipline era of it's okay to beat your kids what did that what did discipline look like besides a pig trough a belt or a switch yeah my dad was in the border patrol and they have their belts are have holes in them they're very heavy leather belts oh and he would take it off and Ow. or my mother would say go pick a switch and if you don't pick one tender enough she'll go get one off of the tree outside off the tree and she'd leave the little green leaves on the top. And she'd make sure it was limber where it wouldn't break when it hit you. So we Did you have to pull your pants down? No. 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 Okay. Uh, we lived in the desert, so we had shorts on most of the time. <laughs> Ouch. So that switch made us mark. But yeah. um, we always, the funny thing about it, I mean, kids nowadays talk about abuse and I'm abused and blah, blah, blah. The reason I didn't feel like that, now today in these days, you know, my parents would probably be in jail for abuse. But I didn't feel that abuse. I didn't feel they were abusive because they laid out the ground rules. We knew what to expect. If you did something specifically that you weren't supposed to do, you knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. But it was your own damn fault. Yeah, the I agree. consequences of all of our actions. Yeah. You didn't just get beat for I no mean, reason. No, we never got beat for no reason. <clears throat> no, that's the difference. And you you had a choice. Yeah. Exactly. We knew yeah. Exactly when we did it, what was gonna happen. Yeah. And you look learned quick. Did you guys yeah. have chores to do chores you had to do? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you have chores, well, Dory? Oh yeah. We we I remember when Mike came into our lives, my Matt, and uh, it was the weekend and he wanted to know what we were doing. And I said, well, I've got to wash all the bedding and dry it and, you know, vacuum and dust and uh, all that stuff. That's what I did every weekend because that's what we grew up doing, mm -hmm. you know. And then, you know, there were dishes. We didn't have a dish dishwasher when I was young and so I don't think anyone did and then they um you know one night you'd wash one night you'd dry or mom would wash and we'd dry Diane and I I don't know what my brother did <laughs> I don't know he must have had something to do maybe he mowed the lawn I don't I don't know but he was the king so <laughs> da 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 <laughs> so he so was I don't the, know. the favorite was it obvious 
Well, we didn't figure that out till we were older and we could crown him the king. But uh, I, I guess looking back, he was the only boy and, you know, yeah. the oldest. So, yeah. Did you get allowance for the chores that you were doing or you just? No, no, no. Allowance. I don't know. I, I made money babysitting. I don't think we got an allowance. I mean, they were scraping by. Yeah. So Did you it was get, expected. Uh, you just, you're, you live there. You. Did you get a belt or a switch? Did what? The belt no, we had anything? to go. No, no, we had to go sit on a chair until we were told to get off. <laughs> Till we were told we could get off. Stand <laughs> in the corner, get out. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> I don't think we ever had to stand in a corner like you. You were the master. <laughs> <laughs> he would get in the corner so far that you'd think his face would have an angle on it when he got out. <laughs> I was leaving the condensation in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but we, we had a gold chair that had no arms in our, you know, living room. And that was the chair. Go sit on the gold chair till I tell you to get off. Mm. All the way down to Donna. I don't know what, we didn't always have that chair. So I don't know what we, you know, maybe we got spanked, but with a hand, you know, yelled at a lot. We got sent to <laughs> got our yelled at. to think about what we'd done. Oh, that's good. Gentle. No, it's not they, good. We would rather have gotten spanked than think about what we've done. But you had your whole room to knowing go they in were there and play in to get us. No. <laughs> so you're still getting it in the end. Mm -hmm. You just had to think about it first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see. I thought they sent you to your room for a period of time and you could go in and play or whatever. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't allowed. Yeah, yeah, that does, that makes sense. Yeah, we were not allowed to play with her anything when we were in our room in punishment. Yeah. We knew the switch was coming or we knew the belt was coming. Did you have a favorite sibling? I mean, it's probably you. My, I mean, did your parents have a favorite child? And it was probably you. Yeah, it was me. Because <laughs> I was the only girl and the baby. And the yeah. baby. Yeah. You know. So Yeah. Yeah, I got spoiled, but I did they didn't spoil the rod. I still got my weapons. <laughs> I mean, I got in trouble. <laughs> you know, although sometimes when I was little, the boys got blamed for something I'd done. Because I was obviously too small to have done that. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> I remember one time, I can't remember what, I remember the whole circumstance, but what led up to it. I remember I was in the bathroom and I climbed up on the toilet and got in the medicine cabinet. I don't know what for. I don't remember. Anyway, my parents, it, we weren't supposed to have it. Whatever, we, it, we were in trouble for it. And my parents lined us all up. You know, we're like, <laughs> so I'm down here. <laughs> my mother and father are trying to get my brothers to confess to who did this. And they said, your sister is too small. I know one of you did it. <laughs> did they know that, they, that you did it? Yeah. No, so they were like, oh, But they didn't rat you out? No. First chance I get, you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never ratted my brothers out. 
but that I do remember that specific time because I did tell my mother. I walked up to my mother and I said, I so I fessed up. I did that. Boys didn't get whipped. But when my dad was whipping my brothers, I would stand out the door and cry for them. I just couldn't stand oh. it. I would just cry. I would cry too. When they'd get in trouble. Oh. Yeah. I would cry. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. <laughs> my brothers. No. So, uh, next question is uh, what grandma and grandpa? No, grandpa had. Grandma was a pretty much a housewife. Was did she have a job ever? I'm sorry that cut out a little bit. Could did you grandma say ever have a, have a job, or did she do any work other than just being a housewife and raising? Uh, not once she had kids. I don't know. I guess she maybe worked when they got married. I know she worked at the phone company. And then uh, all I know is that she wanted to go back to work when Donna was conceived. And that was sort of the plan for my dad because he didn't want her to go back to work. No, so okay. she was pregnant and she didn't get to go back to work. She wanted, she would have liked to do something. And he was yeah. a sign painter? and other Yes. Things? A sign painter. Mainly, he had his own business in the big garage out back of the house. And but people, you know, they just it was tough times and they would pay on time and stuff. And he just couldn't keep it going. So he worked as a sign painter for a few people. And then I think the most stable one was Stoneway, the sand and gravel. Oh, okay. He used to paint the lettering on the trucks. Hmm. And he was there quite a while, till he quit. He did little side gigs with the uh, with a band, right? A little, uh, little with a with a band. Guys that he played music with. Oh, band! Yes, he did. Yeah, he did that for fun. But yeah, they got paid. Okay. Uh, they were called the Four Flats, and <laughs> there was um, my dad played piano and organ, but I think it was just piano at these gigs. And um, there was a drummer, I think a saxophone player. I don't know what the other thing might have been. And then the piano. Hmm. Anyway, I'll have to look for the postcard. They had postcards. And they would play at resorts and stuff, you know, around the area. Fun. Yeah. And he at Christmas time, he would pick up extra money by painting the back bar mirrors in some of the taverns and stuff or people's windows, you know, storefront windows. Yeah. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah. He was a talented guy. And my mother, what uh, what did your grandparents do for work? What did your parents, my grandparents do for work? Well, my dad was in the Border Patrol. And until I was, I think, 16. And then my mom, I don't think she worked until we were in, like, middle school, junior high. And then she started going to work. And she worked as a bookkeeper. She was, a like, a receptionist or a um, secretary person. And where did she meet Clark Gable? Oh, she was working at the Bermuda Dunes Country Club. 
she met all those guys, the Rat Pack, Clark Gable, all of them. Wow. Yeah, she met them all. <laughs> but she was working at Bermuda Dunes Country Club. It was a golf course. And she was working there. She met them all. In fact, she cleaned Clark Gable's house for them. Wow. It's kind of cool. We never That's had pretty cool. Course. We did. <laughs> I was too young to even care, you know. <laughs> so, but, and then my dad got out of the military and he, I'm trying to think if he owned the bar before or after. I know he went. Uh, he was a diver in the Navy, so he went salvage diving, and I can't remember the timeline of when he went, uh, but when I was in high school, he, when we lived in New York, he was in the Border Patrol, and when we came down back to California, we were in Chula Vista, and that's when he got out of the, not Chula Vista, we were in Indio, we were in Chula Vista, I don't know, we were in one or the other, and he got out of the Border Patrol, and he opened a bar. And I can't remember whether, I think he went salvage diving after the bar. Um, and mom just kept working different jobs. And then the last job mom had when I was living at home, um, she was, uh, I don't know what the hell she was. <laughs> she worked, oh, she worked for a collection agency. She called big calls from a collection. But then they changed jobs again after you were gone. Yeah. Uh, they owned the bar. Uh, then uh, they ran a motel in Indio or Calexico. Um, but then when did they, they ran a hotel? They ran an apartment building in, in San Diego. That's when I went in the military. I left there and went in the military. And then when I came home, they were in. Calexico, and they ran a hotel. Hmm. No, they did the hotel before I went in the military, so I was in Calexico. And then they moved to San Diego, and that's when they had the apartments, and that's when I went. And then when then they moved to Washington? They, they moved to Washington when I, after I had my accident. My dad came up first, and then my mom came up. What kind of accident? A head-on collision. Ooh. Yeah. The impact was about 110. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I'm still here. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I said, Justin, soon. We're going to get back to your middle life later. So hold the story for the accident, I think. Yeah, that's. But you were saying that your mom moved up. Once you came back out of the military, you were up here in Washington. Or right. No, that was before you went to the military. Yeah, it was in I was high school. So you moved up. You didn't leave California for the military. You left to go to high school to move in with your great, with your grandmother. Okay. I left out a few steps. Yeah. We were living in Calexico. That's when my dad had the bar. I, the high school I went to wasn't accredited down there. So in order for me, if I was planning to go to college, I had to come up here and live with my grandmother in Gold Bar. So I came up here and graduated from Salton. And after I graduated, well, after I graduated, before I graduated is when we got in the accident. But then my dad came up. But then I went back to San Diego. That's right. See, I got him yeah. kind of backwards. All right. Let's so save, save the middle part because there, there's going to be teenage year stuff in this these questions. But 
for your grandpa for your parents just focused on them and their jobs. Yeah. So when they came up here, then what did they do? Uh, my mom worked for Seifer. She worked for the bank. In fact, she went pretty high in the bank. See first, that doesn't exist anymore. Seattle First National Bank. And I think now it's Bank of America, isn't it? It was Key Bank, wasn't it? I thought Key, key Bank. Key I don't know. Into key Bank or no, I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. And my dad, he did a lot of different things. Uh, he was, a sh he worked for the, for Gold Bar. My mom was the mayor of Gold Bar at one time. Wow. Your mom was busy. And, <laughs> she, she, and my dad as a police officer, a uh, volunteer police officer for a while. In Goldbar? In Goldbar. And he did a lot of odd things. I mean, I don't even remember. I can't even tell you what all the things my dad did. He just did odd things. Mm. Mostly woodworking and, and in his garage doing that kind of thing. My dad had really, really bad PTSD. And he was a raging alcoholic. He would go on three or four day benders. And, uh, but when he slept, he'd dream. Hmm. Was wasn't he on a ship that got sunk? <laughs> yes. He got part of his arm. He had a big eagle tattoo. There. I can't remember which arm. I think this one. But there's a big scar, L scar, that took half his eagle off when he got hit by a shell. But he was a medic and he got. There's shit up. And then, well, in his book, you know, he talks about the guys jumping overboard and they had their helmets. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't even talk about that. But he had PTSD. He had way bad PTSD. Uh, but he would never talk about it or get help for it or anything. So anyway, he drank. Um, well, that, that was the solution back then. Yeah. Drinking was the solution. Um but he did a lot of different things. He never did after that, after the bar. He never really did a real job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a nine to five. But he, that's when he was doing his um, macrame and shell stuff. Yeah. And he was very crafty, very artsy. He was very talented as far as art goes. Uh, build that's anything. where it comes from. He could build anything with his hands. And, you know, he did that. Hmm. And mom, she worked at the bank until she retired. Then they both went to Arizona. Yep. And continued drinking. <laughs> and they moved to Arizona, yeah. And just retired. What did your mom do after your dad died? Doreen? Uh, not very much. I mean, she didn't even... She didn't do much before, but she just stayed in squim and missed him. She never really came out of it. She said that it was like losing her arm, one of her arms. Yeah. That's he cool. was, like I said, he was the fun guy and the creative one. And she would think up stuff that she wanted and then he would build it like your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, she just, you know. She had a couple of friends, but she wasn't very social, and she just sat around home and missed him. Yeah, her friends were mostly just neighbors too. I mean, it's not like it's not like she was driving around to meet them. She would, it yeah, was her neighbors, right? Pretty much. 
mostly she had a couple people that she was friends with that they used to play cards with as a couple that they met at church uh, but uh, other than that she just kept to herself and stayed home went to mass watch linda cold iron on Cairo seven <laughs> yeah yeah that's all i mean she used to when he first died she used to come over here once in a while by herself you know but then she got so she didn't want to drive over here and so we would go stay with her and diane and i would go over often and diane especially and help her work in the yard or you know do stuff with her for her and just hang out with her we were still going to spend time with her and she let us use the riding mower and mow the pastures and Help out a little bit, whatever we can do. Yeah, yeah. They lived on two and a half acres. Well, you know, you saw it. Yeah. I did see it because I made him stop. <laughs> yeah, that was a good move. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You're just going to walk up to someone's door cold and say, can I walk around your property? <laughs> <laughs> but it turns for, out for he people was a nice listening, guy. Yes, for people listening that don't know this story, that we went to see the house that uh, your, Doreen's parents, lived in, in Squim. Built, right? Built in Squim? Yes. And uh, they obviously were long gone by this time, but um, there was a very nice older man outside. And we pulled up and said, hey, uh, Matt's grandparents used to live here. And, uh, you know, can we take a look around? <laughs> he was very nice. And, uh, you know, invited him in and, you know, yeah, gave us his information. It was very, he was very nice. That's so cool. <laughs> we snapped a couple pictures here and there, but yeah, we didn't stay up too long. No. Yeah. But and he still had pole, the totem poles. Yeah. The totem pole was still there. <laughs> yeah. In That's fact, he had cool. fixed it, I think. He had repaired it because it was getting, uh, termites were getting into it. So he, Cut it all open and then put it on a four by four, and then he actually painted the thing. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. How about how old were were the people that bought it when you saw it? I'm probably saying mid to late sixties. Yeah, okay. at least they were definitely retirement age. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. But we we only saw him. I don't think there was. Did we? Did you meet the other person? No. Yeah. Okay, cool. And for Doreen, what were your grandparents like? Your grandparents. What well, what were my grandparents like? Yeah. Uh sorry, it cuts it freezes once in a while. Um my grandma was fabulous. I just loved her. She was really sweet and um Is this your mom's mom or your dad's mom? My mom's mom. And uh, you love to garden, uh, love to cook. You know, I, I don't remember her being too crafty. Oh, yes, she was. She could sew like a son of a gun. She made us doll clothes that were so intricate and small. You know, I don't know how she did it. They were just barely bigger than Barbie size things. <laughs> And um, so she was amazing. And she she used to sew her own clothes. She made my mom's wedding dress. 
and um, really great that way. Soft-spoken, sweet. My grandpa, he was funny, but he was a drinker too, and so he was he could get a little gruff. This is your mom's but, dad. Yes. Yeah. And he used to work at the car shops, I guess. I don't know what that means, but I don't know what that was. Servicing vehicles. <laughs> I guess. I, I thought he was sort of a machinist, but I don't really know. I mean, depending on the time frame, I'm, he might have been in World War One. yeah? Was he old enough for that? I guess he could have been, but I don't remember any you know, pictures of him in military outfits or anything. Hmm. And what about your he, dad's he, parents? Uh, my dad's parents. I think his mom was artistic. I didn't spend a lot of time with her. Not sure why, but uh, she. I remember her teaching us how to make flowers out of paper and stuff, tissue paper or crepe paper. I don't know her, her, my dad's dad died before my mom and dad got married. So I didn't ever know him. Hmm. Did you ever know any great grandparents? No. Mom, no. what about you? How were, what were your grandparents like? Your mom's parents and your dad's parents? <laughs> grandma was, we always wanted to go see grandma, my mom's mom. Mom's mom. Grandpa Connie, yeah. We didn't know Grandpa because he passed away. He was a pharmacist, and he died, I believe, as a heart attack when he was 49. So we never met Grandpa. Ooh. And uh, we always knew Grandma, and she was... My mom was afraid to let us get in the car with her because she classified that as a little old lady from Pasadena. She had a lead foot, and she would drive. A little, oh, that's where Grandma got us. <laughs> she had a little Nash Rambler <laughs> wagon, and she told Grandma... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then uh, my great grandparents, my grandma's parents, your mom's, my mom's parents, yeah, uh, were with us. Um, I didn't know grandma very well, great grandma, but Grandpa Bell lived with us for a while, and he used to get the boys in trouble all the time. But he shoved Jeff's face in the jello. That was yeah, not good. <laughs> anyway, so. I didn't know them, know them. I mean, I I have recollections of them, but I was pretty young, and I I just remember certain things. And but Grandma, I didn't remember. Now my dad's parents, Hazel and Grandpa, I don't know, Herman, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Grandpa, I loved Grandpa. I hung out with Grandpa all the time because he tied the he had the big sausage fingers mm. and tied those little tiny flies and he raised worms in his shop he re lift up the floor he had a roof on it and he had earthworms in there he raised them grandma for fishing for fishing yeah uh grandma she did not like my mother <laughs> um but i got along with grandma great i mean we didn't see a lot of them when we lived in New York. They lived in down in Syracuse or Lake Oneida, and we used to go down there and see them. Uh, the first time I ever met him was in, I was pretty young. I opened the door 
and they said who they were, and I went running up to them, hugging them. I come on, my boss, got on their laps. You know, to me, it was a big deal. I was very happy, but they were kind of gruff. You know, they weren't really people. People. Uh, they, mom. I always knew that mom hated her. I mean, she hated mom uh, because, first of all, they were very Roman Catholic. And my mom was a divorcee with a child, and she was Baptist. So, you know, there was a big contrast there. <laughs> so, but yeah. they, I mean, they got along, I guess. They had to, you know. But grandma taught me how to, she used to make these beautiful, uh, they lived in the Florida in the summertime, in the wintertime, and in, at the lake in the summertime. And she, they went shell collecting, and she'd bake these shells, and she would make these beautiful bouquets out of the little tiny shells. Oh. Taught me how to do that, how to make the shells and glue the cotton and stick the shells on there and make beautiful bouquets. Wow. I don't think I knew that. I still have some of her shells and uh, somewhere. I don't know. I might have gotten rid of them by now. But, yeah, I was always Grandma's favorite, and... Because when she came, we were never taught to expect anything from anybody. So when grandma came, I never expected her to bring me stuff. But the other grandkids, my dad's sister's kids, would always expect something from grandma. And they didn't get stuff, but she always brought me stuff. <laughs> I never asked for it, you know. She yeah. Stuff. So, yeah, I liked grandma. Uh we didn't get to know them. We didn't get to hang out with them that long because uh, they moved to Florida uh, and the family kind of spread out from New York and we went back to California. So we never went to see them again. You know, it was kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, I knew they were living in Florida. I never got to go. I never got to see them. Uh, my aunts all lived down, not in Florida, but they lived somewhere back there that I never got to see them again, you know? So, and my cousins are spread out. I don't even know if half, one of them's gone for sure. I don't know about the other ones. So, you know, family so this, These were your dad's parents? My dad's parents. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he had two sisters and, his, and a brother. Um, three sisters and a brother. Joanne, yeah, Joanne. Phyllis. Phyllis and Barbara. Barbara. And then Uncle Keith died young. He had a brain aneurysm and just was a, dropped dead. A gene. A gene. Uncle Gene. He just was in his room and just dropped dead. He was pretty young. 40s, I think. He was in his early 40s. Wow. So, yeah. But, hmm. yeah. I hung out with Aunt Barbara. She was probably my favorite aunt. Besides Aunt Phyllis, who I was told I always looked like. Um, but yeah, accurate. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's about it. Not a lot. Well, that's all we have for this uh, particular session. Matt, do you have other questions? No, no. About parents or grandparents? No. I think I'm all caught up. Maybe next time. Other stories you thought of as we were talking? No. Nope. <laughs> nothing yet it'll come to me next sunday <laughs> thank you Mom. any early memories that you forgot from last time we were supposed to check in if you uh remembered more early memories when we were talking about that last week <laughs>
I only did I talk about the bumper cars? No. No. Oh, but you've heard this story, Matt, right? Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. There was this amusement park, a small scale one somewhere by our house. I think it was in Burien or something when we lived in Renton called Playland. And we we went there and I think I was about four and I went on the bumper cars and I didn't know how to do it. And I kept getting stuck over in a corner, you know, and <laughs> so the guy the guy had to help me out of there and I remember him getting angry, you know, and shaking his finger at me, like, don't do this again, you know? And so that, I think that's why I have fear of failure. I'm going to blame him. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was too sensitive or something, but he he hurt my feelings. And then I was afraid to disappoint anybody. Which growing up at the amusement park. Yeah. (laughs) No time for <laughs> nothing but amusement here, okay? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, that came to mind. That one sticks with me a lot. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mom? Yeah. Anything, last thoughts of your parents, grandparents, or early memories from last week? Um, I don't even remember what we talked about last week. <laughs> <laughs> early, I, I can talk about my great-grandpa. Grandpa Bell, he was very distinguished. He always had his suit and his hat on, always. Wow. And he was at our house. Uh, he was staying there. He was pretty old. He must have been. Of course, to me, everybody was old. <laughs> and we were all sitting around the table eating Jello. And Jeff, of course, Jeff, was slurping with no spoon. He's slurping his Jello, you know. And my grandpa came around and just shoved his face. To what, what did uh, Grandma or Grandpa do about that? Nothing. They weren't home. No, they were working. Want to slurp jello? Slurp it. And then, well, no wonder your grand, your father made pig troughs if he was raised by him. <laughs> no, that was my grandma's. Oh, your mom's yeah. dad. My mom's dad. Oh. And then one time, my dad bought the boys. Well, he bought all of his boxing gloves. And the boys were fighting, and Grandpa put the boxing gloves on and said, if you're going to fight, go in your room and do it. Jesus. And he went to a child fight club. And they were fighting. My dad came, or actually, I think it was my mom came on. She just had a corner. Neither <laughs> one of them were very happy about that one, because they were duking it out. But they had boxing gloves on. At that least. okay. Grandpa said, you're going to fight, go fight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, wow. He, Pretty good. He was one of those. <laughs> but that's what I remember of grandpa. That's <laughs> a great grandpa. Not at all the memories I have of my grandparents. <laughs> of course I didn't meet Grandpa Bell, so that would have been my great grandparent. No, you're he was my great grandpa. He was your great great grandpa. Oh. Yeah. There's a picture wow. of house. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. With his suit and tie, very proper. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. All right. That wraps up episode two. Certainly gives you a new perspective on how your parents came to be the way they are, comparing to how their parents and grandparents and their lineage all trickle down to where we are now. 
You can always email me at someDayDeadPC at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram as at Hallie. And otherwise, please remember to live because someday we'll all be dead.